And a lot of times when uh, Pam Walker Ghost or Peg does a live show, uh, one of the things we like to use um, for live performance is the Arturia Beat Step Pro with our JDXI from Roland. But since we have our um, Beat Step Pro set up on a three-tiered rack at the top tier, and then we have the JDXI, and then we have a Roland tune-up. And what that allows us to do is to have control of our drum machine in real time through the pads on the um, Beatstep Pro. So we basically recorded a live jam with Stream of Consciousness lyrics because we hadn't done a live show in a long time. So suffocate the feelings is a live recording direct to um, digital recorder recording. Uh, it's actually the second take um, because uh, the first take we were working out the lyrics and then we kind of work out the idea. And the idea of this song is uh, Josephine and Stephanie are kind of creating lyrics. So Stephanie's coming in on a vocoder. We're using the VT4 vocal transformer in vocoder mode. So we use a lot of the features of the vocoder. For the VT4, we're using the harmony. We use the megaphone. Uh, we use the, the, the pitch, which basically gives you like an auto-tune. So there's an auto pitch on it. So we use a lot of the features and it has a reverb as well. It has a lot of different uh, sonic features for the vocal and polyphonic. So we're using that with a, with a studio electronics microphone that we have going into an MX-1 mixer. And uh, so the idea of the song, like I said, is uh, Stephanie and Josephine are kind of traded off lyrics. And in this situation, Stephanie is being more sexually aggressive than Josephine. Uh, in fact, Stephanie has stolen a bunch of uh, Josephine's uh, love interests, and have kind of she kind of like monopolized their time. And then Josephine's basically the odd woman out, and you know she she wants to be with these people. And in this case, it's like there's this uh, concept of this character. We created a character called the Rooftop Dude, and then this this song we created a character called uh, the Dart Boy. Uh, so it's like, so basically, there's this kind of guy that's at the bar, and he's always shooting darts, and he's got like some kind of you know tough boy attitude. So Josephine is uh, enamored with the Dart Boy, uh, and uh, you know, he's, and then she's even acting like she's gonna throw him around sexually, and. But Stephanie has already grabbed Dark Boy and her uh, with her, her kind of prowess. And um, Josephine is like, well, when am I going to be able to deal with these guys? And then also Josephine kind of worried that Stephanie has a habit of, um, you know, kind of preying on these men and like, taking them out of the world. And so Josephine says she just wants to date them. She doesn't hate them, but she, Stephanie hates them and she's going to do them harm, and so Josephine's kind of lamenting the fact that Stephanie has taken over. Uh, she's usually the alpha dominant in most of my songs, but this this song we're kind of showing the relationship. And when Stephanie gets in the room, Josephine feels kind of weak. She feels kind of like not she's not uh, able to control her sister. Her sister kind of to take over. So this whole concept is kind of just drawing into the Windover Girls, and we had songs like Windover Girls on top, which on SoundCloud done pretty well. Um, 
of Cambridge the old social render, which is still on Amazon.com. Shameless plug. If you go on to Amazon.com, you can find the original Phantom Electric Ghost albums on CD, which we still have. Something Wicked, our first album. Indigo Menace, our second album. And then Synesthesia Neo Soul Surrender, uh, which has a lot of our songs when we started to actually write more pop-oriented electronic music. Those songs are more artified. The tone of the stuff we have now, uh, and the stuff that we have, uh, we've been putting out for the last two years. But if you look back at 2016, um, that album, there's a trio of albums, Synesthesia Neo Soul Surrender, it's, it's probably one of our better albums that we've ever put out, and it is on CD. So this this song, again, was using this hardware workflow, and part of the thing is um, that you can kind of shift the drums. So you can do a chain pattern on the B-Step Pro, and what we are doing is we're extending the drum machine that's inside of the JDXI. And if you just use the JDXI without any kind of MIDI controller, it's limited to a four-part on any any of its digital four or parts and only like maybe a four bars. But when you extend it onto the, the BeatStep Pro, you have the ability to move around all the all the parts that you um, record. So you can record like a lot of different patterns on on the on the, on the BeatStep Pro, and you can actually chain them together, and you can save all these patterns. So you can save more patterns than what you could do on the JDXI, and then you can string them in a chain mode and extend the song, and then you can manually override and do fills and things. Uh, a, and I think it's, a, it's just a more user-friendly matter. I really like using the Beat Step Pro in that way. I've actually used it live in New York City and Boston in concerts at, um, at uh, different venues that I've done. So I, I've, I've been very happy with it. I've always looked at, you know, using other drum machines, and that's why we got the Moog DFAM, and the Moog DFAM uh, is in this song, and it, it actually, uh, there's, a, there's a synth part that's actually kind of rolling. And the Mother 32 is also in this song, so we're using um, a lot of different capabilities. We're also using the math utility module, and we're affecting the sound of the... Um, of the Moog Mother 32 and manually playing it. Now we've done this thing before where we um, will bring in the Mother 32, but also keep a digital pad from the from the Juno. So we're playing a digital pad. It's kind of a percussive uh, sound uh, that's kind of Caribbean-like. I forget the name of the pad, but it's kind of like it's like a it's a percussive type of bell pad, so it's got like a bell quality to it. Uh, it's a little bit like a between a harpsichord and a bell. I, I did modify it a little bit, made it my own. Uh, but then we also got the Mother 32 coming in with a sleeve wheel and a triangle wave, um, and then I modified it heavily and have it going through the mass utility module, through logarithmic and exponential. Uh, modifying of the CB signal, and also uh, we got, I said on deck, we got a DFAM running in a, in a kind of a non-percussive way, but more of a synth uh, fashion. Um, so we like to do the atmospheric synth sound with uh, with the Mother 32, 
good analog synth sound. It's somewhat of a lead sound, but it's kind of muffled. But the lead is there. You can hear it. And uh, yeah, very happy with what it. We also, later in the song, we bring in a, a Juno guitar by switching. And then also within that guitar, it's the most uh, signal. We've talked about this kind of doubling that happens when you, um, especially if you use a digital delay. So we're using a digital delay from the MX1 mixer with the Mother 32 and a Juno. And then they're kind of, the Juno and the Mother 32 are kind of stacking the sounds on top of each other. So the, the Mother 32 signal is coming through on an MX1 channel along with uh, another channel uh, we're bringing in the, the, the guitar sound from the Juno, but the Juno is also the same key as being pressed that triggers the Juno and the Mother 32. And when you have the digital delay on it, you get this kind of doubling that we talked about had kind of like, a, like a, an Eagles or Almond Brothers kind of feel on the twin guitar thing. So when you have twin guitars in the same key or, or, or um, equivalent keys, you get this kind of doubling thing going on. And it, when you pitch bend the note, it kind of gives like a classic like slide or, or heavy string bending effort. Uh, it sounds uh, like something you probably couldn't do on a synth, but we found this capability that gives us kind of guitar type sound. We've been uh, doubling down on in a lot of our music. Uh, and so this, this was basically, again, a live recorded ROM with this kind of story that we came up with. We did a first pass of it, and then we decided to use this other pass where we like the lyrics on this version. We do have a previous version, because the cool thing about the, um, the initial demo version we might put out as an example, just to show the growth of the song. But yeah, when we, when we actually look at the, the demo version, uh, we were flushing out the idea. And now, by the time we get to the second uh, iteration, we really got the concept of how Stephanie and um, was going to uh, like play with um, Josephine. And that's, that's the whole nature of the song. It's kind of, kind of romp playing together. So we're pretty happy uh, with how it came out. And again, we're, we're driving to our, our job in Maine. And so hopefully um, we'll talk to you guys later. And uh, we've got some people on deck to talk to, um, but we had some issues with our car, uh, and we, we were, you know, still having to Uber a little bit um, to take care of the expenses, and uh, we haven't been able to do a live show on Facebook for a while. We're trying to set up to do it. We're also working on the track list to Dark Ghost Violets, so hopefully we can get that out there. We're going wanting to come up with it, but we keep on coming up with new tracks, and they were trying to figure out how we could get the album down to like an hour. Every time we can figure it, it ends up creeping up to an hour and a half, two hours. Um, just because we have so many tracks, and we released a lot of Bentley singles, and we've been looking at how they perform, and a lot of the songs that we're going to select are the higher performing songs that we've put out in the last couple months. Again, we have a bunch of new songs that we're putting out in the next couple of weeks that we've got a bunch of material that we just recorded and sent to Bentley that are going to be coming out on the 21st. One of them is Deep Drown Blue, which we, we really want to put on the album. We had 
has been hesitant about it, um, but we really like that song. Uh, and then also Eye Candy, we like a lot. It's coming. And, uh, and then um, First of Pride, which we wrote maybe like six months ago, but we're very, very impressed with that song. Uh, we like the, the kind of piano feel. It's one of our like, better piano-based songs. It's kind of a jazz-influenced piano song. But it's got this uh, kind of strange uh, D-fam. Well, it's actually not the D-fam. We're actually using the Arturia um, Manipu 2S. And it has the ability to do a lot of percussive sound, kind of like um, the Arturia drum machine. Um, it actually has a, a really good ability to create percussive sound with white noise. And um, the different type of the, the state variable filters on the Arturia allow you to do some really cool percussive sounds. Uh, in the same vein as the DFAM, you can get it to behave. Because of the sequencer is so good on the Arturia, you can and, and the, the filters and the, and, the, and the variable state nature state fair with uh, nature of those filters. Uh, it, it has a lot of capability. I love my DFAM, though. The DFAM, there's nothing like it. There's a lot. You can still always find some new ways to pull things out of the DFAM. Just get an attach bay and different um, ideas. And there's also, you know, ways to link it to the Mother 32 and have the Mother 32 kind of drive some of the sounds. So, yeah, we've been very uh, happy with our mode. We were kind of hope we're hoping that the mode would put out the subharmonicon, but I don't know if there were issues with it. But it just looked like a really interesting synth. Uh, they did put out that voicoder at the Vogue um, Fest, so we've got two Muller 32 type devices that we haven't seen actually in production. It's actually three. There's a brother from another mother that never that never made production. And now we we had the um, the, the um, boycotter they put out this year, which is the, num- the name escaped me. Uh, and then the subharmonicon, which was very interesting. I really want to see that. Uh, the matriarch, I guess they put all their effort into the matriarch, so that's cool. But it would have been cool to see our subharmonicon come out. I would love to have like you know that stack on my current setup. And so we'll talk to you later. Where very interested in uh, talking to a lot of new bands that we've uh, got on the schedule coming up, and we'll we'll try to um, keep this going. Do a live show on Facebook as soon as we can. Thank you for all the big supporters. We're at over 20,000 listens. Uh, again, if people want to help support the podcast, uh, you can become a subscriber. Uh, you can become a supporter. One dollar, four ninety nine, and nine ninety nine a month. If you're a band, you can uh, contact us on our voice memo system. So on the voice memo, you can leave a voice memo, leave your Instagram handle uh, or your Twitter handle so we can directly contact you or your Facebook instant message uh, handle, and we can start. Uh, we can set up a, a call. We're pretty much booked through September. We're booking now for October and November. So we're doing pretty good. We'll talk to you later.